Over the course of 2021, the United States faced 20 separate occasions of climate disasters, each one costing well over a billion dollars. From Hurricane Ida to West Coast wildfires to flooding in Louisiana, the United States spent approximately $145 billion on recovery from these storms, making last year the third most expensive disaster year on record. Although we face natural disasters every year, it's unheard of to experience 20. In the 1980s, the average number of weather disasters costing a billion or more was about 2.9. In the 90s, this doubled to 5.3. But in the last five years, this average has spiked to 18. There's clearly a correlation between the rate of natural disasters and the ever-increasing global temperatures. But what is this relation? How does global warming stir up natural disasters? This is Green Me. To put it simply, as temperatures increase, ocean water evaporates. When more water molecules evaporate into the air, there's more fuel for storms to become powerful. Now, let's think bigger. We know that the planet is becoming more humid. This doesn't greatly affect the land that wraps itself around the equator, as this lateral region is already hot and humid. However, at the poles of the planet Earth, the weather is typically cold and dry. Increasing humidity would increase temperatures at a much higher rate than at the equator. As a result, the poles of the planet and the equator become closer and closer in average temperature. This decrease in temperature variation should actually decrease the number of storms. But some say that as the number of annual storms goes down, their intensity goes up. Some meteorologists and other scientists say that as ocean temperatures increase, it widens the range of tropical storms. If the tropical conditions of the Caribbean seas stretch all the way up the east coast, we're more likely to experience hurricanes and other tropical storms farther up north. However, these are all just theories. It's extremely difficult to pinpoint exactly how climate change is increasing the number of natural disasters. But all we know is that it does. Humans are dealing with an unprecedented amount of storms, and many scientists are saying that we should focus on how to adapt and deal with the effects of disaster on our increasingly changing planet, since it's so difficult to pinpoint the source and solution to the problem. Now, this is pretty sad. I mean, it's, it's human instinct to want to tackle the enemy rather than learn how to deal with it. No one ever wants to hear that something is out of control. However, the issue of natural disasters kind of is. We can't ignore the amount of human lives lost to the hands of these storms. Hurricane Ida killed 27, and 688 Americans have died throughout the entirety of just 2021 due to natural disasters. This is more than double of last year's 262, or 2020, not last year. Imagine the death toll in places that are more prone to tropical storms, like Southern and Southeast Asia, or the Caribbean. Again, I hate saying stuff like this, but it would be more beneficial for the human population to spend more energy dealing with the effects of an issue rather than to tackle the root cause, as it still remains unclear how to actually stop natural disasters without immense climate reform, which would take years to show results. If you Google how long it would take to reverse global warming, 
or the impacts of post-industrial humans on Earth's atmosphere, you'll see a wide range of answers, but none of them will fall within the next few decades. The NOAA, or the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, says it could take as long as a thousand years for certain measures such as sea levels and ocean surface temperature to return to pre-industrial levels. Now, in the meantime, people must adapt to the increasing number of disasters. The biggest issue with this is that the areas struck hardest by tropical storms are usually developing countries. You don't see Western European nations like Italy being swallowed by tsunamis or swept by hurricanes. How could developing countries possibly afford to spend hundreds of billions of dollars every year just to repair natural disasters? I have a whole other episode about the disproportionate effects of climate change throughout the world. It's titled Global Climate Justice, and you can listen to it on whichever platform you're tuning into now. In short, Developing countries are stuck with a huge recurring wound to heal and not enough band-aids to cover them. If our own United States could not adequately repair our Commonwealth of Puerto Rico following Hurricane Maria that took over 3,000 lives, how could developing countries possibly fund solutions to this issue? Government legislators, environmental scientists, and engineers alike propose a variety of solutions. In India, for example, which is experiencing their fourth drought in the last 12 years, some suggest connecting Indian rivers that naturally flow from the northeastern areas of the country to the drier central and southern regions. Others say that moving water-intensive crops such as rice away from the dry western regions like Punjab and into the eastern regions like Bihar can help to absorb excess water in these eastern areas. Others say that the country should move their water-intensive crops such as rice away from the dry western regions like Punjab and move it into the eastern regions like Bihar. As is, these crops are sucking in all the water that these western regions like Punjab have, so planting them in eastern regions will help to absorb the excess water in the area. Another example, Singapore, which is a low-lying and extremely vulnerable island in Southeast Asia, has become water-dependent. Their water recycling policies have met almost 65% of the city's water demands. Researchers are learning from their strategies in desalinizing seawater and have implemented recycling plants in Algeria and China. Now, of course, you can't just desalinize all the ocean water in the world. But there are various solutions to natural disasters and drought. One that we can all focus on is raising awareness. Knowing that there is a connection between natural disasters and climate change and having the basic scientific knowledge to back that is essential to move forward. I hope you learned something new. Thanks for listening in on this episode of Green Me.